You're listening to Tall Americano with Rob Clark. I believe that we all want to be great at something. Maybe not all of us. Maybe there are some people out there that really don't want to be great at something. Maybe they just want to be okay, but not necessarily great. But ultimately, I believe a lot of us deep down want to be great at something. In fact, maybe we want to be great at everything, but just like we can have almost anything we want, but we can't have everything, I think that rings true for this as well. We, we can be great at something, but doesn't mean that we can be great at everything. And so this podcast, I want to hit on some practical advice on how we can be great at something. And a lot of this is going to come from a big idea that I learned while reading a book from a guy named Jim Collins in Good to Great. And he lays out some very practical advice. But one of the things before we get to that, I think we got to understand and be okay with that we can't be great at everything, even though we may try and some of us may even think that. In fact, there's even this thing, there's this cognitive bias. There's actually a term for something called the halo effect. And as human beings, it, it goes like this, that when we see somebody that is great at one thing, that's great at something that we often think that they're going to be great at everything. And one of the things that we see this in is that when we see good-looking people, you know, people that society would find good-looking, and you can probably define that however you want, but there's actually studies that backs up this with supporting evidence. Even though a psychologist came up with this, there's actually studies to prove this, that if we look at people that we assume are good-looking, then we think they're good at other things. We think they're, they're good people. And that's probably why we see so many good-looking people that are celebrities. That's why we see so many good-looking people that sell us stuff on TV, which is kind of funny if we think about it. Why, why just because someone is beautiful that we would trust them to tell us what shampoo to use? Just because a guy is handsome doesn't mean he's going to give us the best advice on what coffee to drink. I mean, I'm sure George Clooney is a great guy. I'm sure he's a wonderful human being. I don't personally know him. But just because he's a good-looking guy, then why can't he tell us which coffee to drink? It's, it's just strange. And then sometimes it could even stretch out further than that. And then selling us something doesn't matter as much. But, but sometimes we look at people, and just because they're great at communicating then we'll listen to them. And so all of a sudden we have celebrities telling us about medical issues or political issues, and it can just get us into some trouble sometimes. I've known very good communicators. I would even say great communicators. And just because they're good at one thing, then all of a sudden people assume that they're an expert in marriage or they're an expert in parenting, even though they might have a terrible home life. And I think this gets back to the fact that often as human beings, we just want to have it all. Like we want to be great at everything. We don't want to admit that there's things that we're not good at. Even though as human beings, we know we can't be great at everything. We should just celebrate what we're great at and be okay in our shortcomings. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't try to get better, that we don't try to improve. Uh, If my kids come home and and they're not doing well in a subject, I'm going to make them work hard. I want them to improve in that subject. And we're not just going to let things go, but at the same time realize that we can be great at some things, but not everything. And in this book, uh, Good to Great, 
It goes like this. It's based off of a Greek parable. There's this parable that says that the fox knows many things, but the hedgehog knows one big thing. And so in this book, it talks about this hedgehog concept and it's this idea of how can we be great? And he really breaks it down to three things. And if you could picture this in your mind, three circles. And the idea is that where these three circles kind of meet in the middle, where they converge, uh, that's where our hedgehog, hedgehog concept lies. It's, it's right in that. And so within these three circles, you have these things. It's what are you deeply passionate about? You need to know what you're really passionate about, because if you're not passionate about something, you're likely not going to put in the work to be great. If you don't love it, then you're not going to do the work to become great. Now, there's that saying that do whatever you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And I think we all understand what that means, but it's not entirely true because it still takes work. But if you love it, then you're willing to do that work. You're willing to put in the work to be really great at something. And then the second circle would be this, is that what is the thing that you could be best in the world at? And then on the flip side of that, if you're the best in the world at this, is there something that you won't be great at? Now, for example, my, my son is 6'10". He's, he's 14 years old and he's 6'10". Now, if he was passionate about horse racing, which he isn't, but let's say he was passionate about horse racing, no matter how passionate he was about horse racing, at 6'10", at the age of 14, he's not going to be able to be the best jockey in the world. It's just not going to happen. But understanding his circumstance and his situation, he's projected to maybe hit seven foot or, or maybe even taller. There's a shot at being one of the best in basketball. And we could define world however you want to do it, because sometimes the world may mean the seven plus billion people on the planet or world could even be in your own city, in your own context, in your own culture. And so I think being the best in the world can be a little bit subjective. But there's a bit just of self-awareness that some of us, the way we're built, we're not going to be able to be professional athletes. Some of us, the way that we're just gifted and wired um, when it comes to intellect, for example, we can always get smarter, but there's a certain level of IQ that you're born with, and that's kind of where you're at. And so we just need to be self-aware of what we could actually be the best at. And those two have to line up. And the last thing and the third thing is what drives you financially? Because if you want to be great, you got to be able to sustain it. Because there's some things that you can do or there's things that maybe you love and you're passionate about and you could be really good at it. But ultimately, there's no money there. That Ultimately, there's going to be no way to financially sustain it. And it's not necessarily that this is what drives you. Now, in Jim Collins, he's talking about business. So, of course, if a business wants to stay in business, it has to bring in money. And it allows you con- being able to continue. And so, for example, if my business, like, uh, I, I love Hawaii. So I could be passionate about vacationing in Hawaii. I could be passionate and love to spend time in Hawaii. And in my mind, I could probably be one of the best in the world at it. I think I do it very, very well. But at the end of the day no one's going to pay me to vacation in Hawaii. Now, this is where it breaks down a little bit because the money aspect is a reality for some things and some people. But if you want to be great at something, it doesn't always involve the money. Now, if you're a business, of course, you need money to sustain 
Um, you need to collect a salary. You may need to pay staff. There may be other costs involved. So this is where it breaks down whether if you're business or if this is just more personal in life. Because there are some things that you could be deeply passionate about and you could be the best in the world at, but not necessarily make you any money. And this is also the one aspect that's probably changing more and more because of with the internet and how globally we connected to one another are. And there's a, a book by Gary Vaynerchuk called uh, Crush It, which we'll talk about in another episode that will discuss about how the time that we live in right now, it's easier to make money on the things that you're passionate about more than anything. But ultimately, I, I want to end on this, is that I think we need to think about the hedgehog concept in our lives a little bit more and not try to be so much like the fox and not to know everything and not try to be good at everything because often we know that it's just not possible. But how can we be more like the hedgehog? How, how can we know the one big thing, the one big thing that is the biggest, most passionate, world-changing thing that we can do with our lives and, in the flip side, the thing that we can most add value and serve and even love other people by giving it to the world. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And it would mean so much to me if you left a rating or a comment. Reach out to me at any time at thisisrobclark at gmail.com.